Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I'm so excited you're here with me today. Today we're going to be talking about the power of energy and how energy has the ability to affect your mood and why it's so important that you protect your own energy. I'm going to be talking today about a forest in Japan where energy has been known to influence people who enter it. And in talking about this forest, we're going to talk about why energy is so powerful and how you can protect your own energy as you move about your day. But before we get started with today's episode, we do have a word from our sponsor. Tom Milligan is the founder and CEO of OurDivorce.com. He's also the creator of the My Crazy Divorce podcast, This podcast highlights how crazy it is to fight over insignificant details in a divorce that most of the time you can reach a compromise. On this podcast, listeners will hear guests share some of their innermost thoughts as they tell their crazy divorce stories. Some of the stories are funny, others are pretty serious, but they are all crazy. My Crazy Divorce is available on virtually all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and more. It's also available at MyCrazyDivorce.com. All right, so one of my listeners reached out to me and told me that there was a TV show that I needed to watch, and it was called The Unexplained. So I watched the first episode and it was incredible. The first episode was all about this forest that is located in Japan. And this forest, which is called Aokigahara, it's also known as the Sea of Trees. And this particular forest has said to have such dark and negative energy that people go here and feel this energy that said there's a darkness and a feeling of despair when people come here. Since the 1960s, it has become associated with suicide. It is eventually was given the nickname the Suicide Forest because it was said that people have suicidal thoughts. They would go to this forest and then the energy of this forest was so dark And maybe it's because of all of the trees and there's no sunlight coming through. I don't know. But there is said to be a certain energy that when you walk into this forest, you feel this despair. And so people who are on the edge would go and then they would feel even more despair. And so they would commit suicide and it just became a thing. So much so that they actually posted signs around this park that listed suicide hotlines and think of your family and don't do this. And the reason that I bring this up, because I thought that this was a very powerful story about energy and how energy really can affect all of us. A lot of times, especially people who are empaths, and I was an empath and didn't realize it, we pick up on other people's energy. So if you're not careful who you're around or what you're watching or what you're listening to, It can have a great impact or effect on you because it's hard to tell sometimes what's your energy and what's someone else's energy. And that's why we always say protect your energy and be very picky about who you choose to be around. It really does affect your own mood. 
And think about it. You've probably experienced in your everyday life being around people who are Debbie Downers. No offense to any Debbies out there. That's just what we call people who are always complaining or negative about something. You've been around someone who just likes to complain. And it brings your energy down. It's very draining to listen to someone gripe and complain all of the time. And as someone else is complaining, we have the tendency to want to join in sometimes, right? Like, oh yeah, gas prices are so high. This is going on. And we just go on and on about all the things that are going wrong in our life. The problem with that is if you're hoping to manifest or you're hoping to be happy in life, you can't be constantly focusing on what you're lacking. You can't be complaining. Complaining Although it might make you feel better momentarily because you get to complain about what's going on in your life, if you stay too long in that state, you drain your energy, you drain your own energy, you lower your vibrational frequency, and then your focus now has shifted from what you have in your life to what is lacking, and we know that what we focus on grows. So you are effectively manifesting more of that into your own experience, and that's not what you want. So it's important to protect your own energy, and I thought that this example of this forest was really a good example because people who go there who weren't even already on the edge have said that when they go in this forest, you feel the negative energy that's there in this place. So it's important to understand how much energy really does affect each and every one of us and being in the wrong kind of energy really affects us. And I have another example of that too. We went to the March for Our Lives protest yesterday and it's all people gathering to protest gun violence. Um, as an educator, I'm tired of having to do intruder drills and having to hide under a desk and wondering if we're going to ever be attacked by a gunman. And it's sad that we have to face this reality. I mean, kids for generations now, since the late 90s, have had to do these intruder drills and they've had to deal with school shootings and it's a terrible thing. So we went to show our support that sensible gun laws should be a thing. And almost everyone there was in the same mindset, you know, it was positive energy until one person just randomly said, I'd like to say something, you know, on the stage. And so they allowed him to, I'm not really sure why they did that because they had a whole program set up, but they allowed him to come up because he said, I've been affected by gun violence. And he came up and said, it's gun violence is always going to be a thing. Like, just get over it. Like, it's going to be a thing. And everyone was like, what? This person was the complete opposite energy of everyone else there. And it was not well received, what he said. And they had to usher him off the stage. But it just shows that energy has the ability to affect everyone. And there was such a big group of the same kind of positive energy that this man was ushered off. And it didn't change the whole mood of the, the positive protest that was going on. But it could have, you know, if, if that person's energy was way more um, widespread, if it was larger, more powerful than everybody else's, it could have had the ability to shift the mood of the crowd. So energy is a very powerful thing. So it's important that you protect your energy. And one of the ways that you can do that is to make sure that you're always kind of tuning in and checking in with yourself. When you start getting irritated or stressed, ask yourself, 
is this my energy? Why am I feeling this way? Because I can tell you that many times in my life, I would start to feel irritated and stressed and it wasn't my energy. I was picking up on the energy of those around me who were very irritated and stressed. It's easy for that energy to kind of rub off on you, if you will. I mean, we are affected by those around us. So think about who you're spending time with. You know, we can't always pick our coworkers, but sometimes when we're around people who are just annoying and rude and have bad energy, that rubs off on us. I certainly know that in the past I had to deal with a coworker who was very toxic and you never knew what you were going to get with this person. And sometimes she could be very pleasant and other times she was a total nightmare. And every time I had to deal with her when she was a total nightmare, it's like my mood completely shifted. It took a long time for me to learn how to not let her energy affect my energy because it ruined my whole day. When I had to start off a meeting with her in the morning and she was just being a nightmare, it really made my whole day shift. And I had to learn how to not let that happen. So pay attention to how you're really feeling. And if something is upsetting you, if it's not you, if it's someone else, you have to learn how to just let that go. You don't want your whole day to be ruined because you had to be around someone who was negative and toxic and even abusive at times. Because when you project your anger onto other people, that's abusive behavior. You don't have the right to ruin someone else's day. You just don't. And you shouldn't. So being able to put a wall up, if you will, saying maybe even having an affirmation ready to go that this person is not going to ruin my day. Like I'm going to have a fabulous day no matter what's happening around me because we can't let those people come in. We're giving up our power when we do that. We're handing over our power to those other people. And really that's what it's all about for people like that. They like the power and the control. And when we allow them to upset us, we've given over our power to them. I remember even in the case of my ex-husband, when he used to try to manipulate me by crying on the spot and or saying things, I would let it get to me a lot. It really hurt my feelings. It bothered me. I would get angry until finally I realized if I have no reaction, that's going to make him more mad than anything. And I can save my peace and I can walk away. And that's exactly what happened. When I stopped having a reaction and I stopped paying attention to it, it stopped happening because it wasn't fun anymore that he was playing this game and I wasn't. Having a game with only one player is not fun. So they will leave you alone. So you have to learn how to do that. It's also really important that you set boundaries for yourself as far as people's demands on your time and energy. You know, when people ask you to do things and you don't want to, we get asked favors a lot from people. And I don't mind helping people out, but I'm not going to do it to the detriment of myself. And before I would have, I would have felt guilty and I would have come up with 5,001 excuses as to why I couldn't come and help. But now I don't do that. I just say no. No is the complete sentence. You don't have to be rude, but just saying no, I don't have time or I don't want to do that is perfectly acceptable. I've finally learned that even if I've said that I'm going to do something If I'm feeling differently when it gets closer to that event, I can just call the person and say, I'm sorry, I need to change plans. It's okay to do that. Sometimes we have to conserve our own energy. You know, getting back from vacation, I was exhausted. And when someone wanted me to do something, we made a plan while I was on vacation. I was still feeling great. 
And then I got home and I was like, no, I don't feel, I have no energy for this. I need to conserve my own energy. I have things to do. And so we had to reschedule, you know, and shift the plan. And that's okay. It was perfectly fine. So conserve your own time and energy by setting healthy boundaries for yourself. Say no to things that you really don't want to do. Also, mindfulness is a great way to limit negativity. When people are around you constantly complaining or maybe they're fighting and it's toxic, mindfulness is a great way to kind of take yourself out of that situation. You know, I as a kid used to daydream all of the time. And sometimes we can practice mindfulness by taking ourselves in our mind to another place so that we're not right there in the toxicity. It's personally a tool for me that I think really works well because I can imagine myself lying on the beach drinking a pina colada instead of listening to whatever's going on around me. Sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes we also have to give ourselves a pep talk using those affirmations in order to take ourselves out of that negativity. Because once you get into that cycle, you send a spiral and it's really hard to get out of it. So using mindfulness affirmations is a great way to help you stop doing that. So you can come up with whatever affirmations help you the most. But I like that it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day and it's going to be a beautiful day. That always makes me feel better but have something that you can go to to help you tune out that negativity. Find a place that makes you feel happy. Like I said, visualizing your happy place. Know what that is. For some people, it might be on a roller coaster at a theme park. For other people, it might be on the beach. Some it might be in the mountains or taking a hike. Where is your happy place? And have that image ready to go to. And if you need to look up a picture online, of your happy place so that you can visualize that image when you need to go to that happy place. That's perfectly fine to do. You need to have a distraction that you can go to. I always said parenting sometimes was really just the art of distraction whenever my children wanted to do something they knew they were not supposed to do. Distracting them and helping them make better choices was always a good thing. And the same thing for you, distract yourself by going to that happy place where you can envision all of the things that really make you feel good because that's going to lift your mood, it's going to raise your energy, it's going to do all of those things. It's important also to know what triggers you. If you procrastinate and now you know you have something due and that's going to trigger you and give you anxiety, be aware of those things so that you can stop putting yourself in positions where you will be triggered. I know this sounds easy to say, don't do that. But if you plan, make a plan so that you're not waiting till the last minute to do something and it's not making you feel anxious and stressed. Just make a plan. I tell my kids this every day. When you have a paper, just commit that today I'm going to write two paragraphs and tomorrow I'm going to write two paragraphs and do this over the course of, you know, they always give you a couple of weeks, even sometimes a whole semester to do the paper. If you do this a little at a time, you're going to have way more time. You're not going to feel stressed. And then at the end, you're not going to be frantically finishing the paper. You'll have time to go back and read the whole thing and make sure that it makes sense and it's cohesive and that you're going to do well on it and that you got your point across. So 
just set a little bit, you know, if you know I have to clean my house and I hate doing it and I put it off, say today I'm going to sweep my floors. Tomorrow I'm going to mop the floors. You know, you don't have to do everything all at once. Set little goals for yourself. And then when you achieve those goals, you'll feel much better. Create a place in your home that's like your own sanctuary where you feel better. For me, this is going to sound weird, but it's my bathroom because at night I love to take a hot bath to just de-stress and relax. I was so excited when we went on vacation that our last hotel had a nice bathtub. I was like, oh, all of our other bathrooms did not. They had showers and I'm fine with taking a shower, but I really love being able to de-stress at the end of the day and it really makes me feel better before going to sleep. So for me, that is my sanctuary. I have fragrant candles there. I have bath salts. I have all kinds of things to make taking a bath such a soothing experience. Find that space for you in your home. Maybe it's your living room. Maybe you have a patio outdoors where you can sit. Wherever it is, make that a sanctuary for you. It's also important to declutter. I'm not so great with this one, but I'm working on it. Decluttering makes you feel better too. I was watching a cooking show the other day and I heard one of the chefs say, you know, if you have a clean station, when you get down to the wire, if you turn around, that clean station's going to make you calm down a little bit. But if you are messy and you're not cleaning up your station as you go, when you get down to the wire and you're stressed out and there's not a lot of time, you're going to turn around, see the messy station, it's going to stress you out more. And it made a lot of sense. So make sure that you're decluttering your space because a clean environment it gets rid of that chaos and we get more order, which makes us feel better sometimes. It's also important to go with your gut. You know what's best for you. You know how to read energy. So if something feels off to you, it probably is. So make sure that you're trusting your own instincts. We oftentimes will tell, do what other people tell us, right? You should do this. You should do that. And we ignore our own instincts, but your own instincts are correct. You have been given an internal GPS system to help you make decisions for yourself that are the best decisions for yourself. So listen to your own instincts and trust your gut. If anything feels off, there's probably a reason. So do some more investigating and, and listen to that inner voice. It's also important to surround yourself with people who lift you up. So who are you hanging out with, whether it's at work or at home? If you're around people who bring you down, you're going to feel down. You're going to be brought down. But if you're around people who lift you up, you're going to feel better and more positive. You know, unfortunately, sometimes in our own families, we're surrounded by people who give you an attitude of you can never do this, right? You're not good enough. And for some of us, that's why we have low self-esteem in the first place is we've been brought up in an environment where we're made to feel that we're less than. Work on that self-love and know that you're capable of anything, but then surround yourself with people who cheer you on. And that can be listening to positive podcasts. It can be watching shows that are inspiring. It can be being around people who inspire you. Be careful with who and what you're giving your energy to. Sometimes we have to build that wall if we're around negative people. So don't be afraid to cut yourself off from people who don't deserve your energy. A lot of people out there are energy vampires and they want to steal all of that good and wonderful energy that you have. You cannot let them. Don't give away your energy. Say no. Set healthy boundaries. You have to love yourself first and you have to want to do things for you. And that overtakes anything else. 
even the moms out there, parents out there, moms and dads, everyone says, put your child first. But sometimes you really do have to put yourself first because you have to take care of yourself. If you are not, your cup is not filled, you're not fully energized, you're going to have a hard time being the best parent that you can possibly be. So I'm here to tell you right now, I said it, you can be selfish sometimes. Sometimes you have to put yourself first. You have to take care of you because you cannot be a good parent if you're constantly drained and you feel blah and you're stressed out. You have to take care of yourself. So give yourself permission to do things just for you and don't feel bad about it. Also, learn how to control the ego. A lot of times the ego tells us that we're never going to be enough. We're never going to have enough. Everyone's better than us. You got to shut up that ego sometimes. Your ego is not your amigo. We have to let go of those fear-centered ego thoughts that tell us that we don't have enough. We have exactly enough. You're always going to be taken care of. And just look back at your own life for an example. That's some of the things that I have to do is I have to look back and say, now, when I had this happen before, did it work out? Was I taken care of? And I see that, yes, I was. So I need to let go of that fear because I know that everything is going to be fine and it's all going to work out. And it is for you too. So let go of those ego-centered thoughts that tell you that you should be afraid. Fear is not your friend. It doesn't help you in any way. You might need to do a tapping to tap the fear surrounding whatever it is. There's so many different great tappings out there. Fear surrounding money, fear surrounding success, fear surrounding love, all of that. Really look at where this fear is coming from and what's causing it and sit with it. Get to know your fear. Why am I feeling this way? And then tap that fear away. Once you can acknowledge it, you can release it and know that everything is going to be okay. My mom always said, every little thing's going to be all right. And she is correct. It is. And if you need proof of that, just look at how far you've come so far. Well, I hope that that was helpful for you and that you understand how important energy really is. It is so super important to protect your energy so that you're not influenced by others, especially in a negative way. I wanted to pull a card for you guys, and so uh, before I pull the card, I want to let you know, you can join me on Patreon. I do two extra episodes a week on Patreon, and one of them lately has been a collective reading for everyone, which has been a lot of fun. We've had some really amazing and great messages coming out, and I also post the video interviews whenever I have a guest. I take video and I post the video of those guest interviews on the Patreon page too. You can join for just $5 a month or get the all exclusive plan for $10 a month. And the extra gets you extra added bonuses like guided meditations. And I would love to see you over there. So the link for that is in the show notes. Today I pulled a card for you and the card I pulled is from the Abundance Oracle Deck by Doreen Virtue and its Face Your Financial Fears. When you are honest with yourself about fears of success or failure, they can no longer control you. Be free of hidden fears by exposing them to the light of awareness, and you'll realize that in fact you have nothing to fear, and that every successful person has struggled with and released these self-doubts. Sorry, you have everything you need to be successful right now. 
All right. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. That really helps me a lot because it. the more reviews I have, the more my podcast shows up in other people's feeds so that they can also benefit from this podcast. If you would like to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer. You can also follow me on social media. And I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you guys so much love and light. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.